Welcome to Ageless by Rescue. This podcast is devoted to exploring the science of rejuvenation, uncovering the most trusted experts, the must-have products, innovations, and technology in the field of vitality, aesthetics, new beauty, and cosmetic enhancement. I'd like to introduce you to Dr. Stephen Victor, a regenerative medicine and stem cell expert. In this episode, we're going to speak to Dr. Victor about how the role of stem cell therapy in regenerative medicine has come out of the shelter of science fiction and into more mainstream medical and rejuvenation practices. Now, it's important for me to flag that this treatment is not available as a cosmetic therapy in Australia. Stem cell therapy is only available in hospitals as part of a medical treatment. But since we're always interested in exploring the frontiers of regenerative medicine, the frontiers of anti-aging and vitality and longevity, I thought that Dr. Stephen Victor would be a fantastic guest for me to host on the Ageless by Rescue podcast. He is an inventor of the technology used by New Direction Biosciences and has helped establish FDA GDP cellular labs in New York and Dubai. He is passionate about being one of the pioneers in cellular therapy, stem cells, for aesthetics and diseases of unmet clinical needs such as autism, diabetes, orthopedic injuries, stroke and other diseases. You're going to absolutely find this episode fascinating, and I invite you to open your mind and think about all of the things that we thought were impossible just 20 years ago. Dr. Stephen and I met first 15 years ago when I was the distributor for his skincare brand, Stephen Victor MD. And what struck me about him was his absolute commitment to leaving no stone unturned when it came to the science of rejuvenation. I hope you enjoyed this episode. So excited to bring you my dear friend, my anti-aging mentor, the gentleman that first introduced me to any form of injectable, Dr. Stephen Victor from New York. How are you? I'm good. We're not in lockdown. We're just having uh, crazy moments. So we'll see. You're riding the wave. You're riding the wave. Yes, definitely riding the wave, a government wave. Yes. So I... This is probably the most exciting episode that we're going to have on the Ageless by Rescue podcast. I have been dying to share your mind, your uh, innovations, and everything that you have been pioneering and working on with our audience. Um, This episode is about stem cells and the role they can play in what is kind of like sci-fi anti-aging? Oh, uh, kind of like real science, but uh, we've been doing this since 2005. And when we started in 2005, nobody believed me. Everybody thought I was very crazy to go into this. But as time has gone on, as you probably know, there are thousands of companies now. And when I started, there was only about three or four companies. There was hardly any publications. Now there's like over 10,000 publications a year. But the problem that's happened is the field has exploded and the consumer or the patient are very confused. The word stem cells being used, bastardized, used for marketing, and people are so confused what stem cells really are and what the real science is and who's doing the real, the real treatments with real stem cells. That's been the biggest challenge for us. 
I'm going to start right at the beginning because let's assume that no one even knows what we're talking about. What are stem cells and how are they being used in aesthetics? Okay, so in your body, in your skin, in your teeth, in all your blood vessels, you have what we call stem cells. Those are cells that don't have an identity yet. So I can take out a stem cell, whether from the bone marrow or whether from the blood vessel, whether from your skin or your teeth, and I can program it in a sense to become a different kind of tissue. So regenerative medicine is basically the field we work in. And that means that the body can take its own cells and reproduce. So I can take out stem cells and I can make it grow bone. I can make it grow cardiac muscle, nerves, skin, hair, I can rejuvenate the skin. I can basically make you younger. Also, these stem cells secrete something called cytokines, which are the most powerful anti-inflammatories there is in the world. A cytokine is a thousand times more anti-inflammatory than cortisone or steroids, but has zero side effects. So the easiest way- It has zero side effects because it's from your own body? Correct, and it's healing. It's a healing anti-inflammatory. So the best way to tell you this, and what I tell patients is just think about, I'm going to leave my office today. I'm going to trip on the sidewalk in New York. I'm going to break my leg. So I break my bone. And then the bone basically injures the blood vessels, the nerves, the muscle, and may even go through the skin. So what does the body do to put me back together again? Because this is really, truly a miracle. Basically in the blood vessels, All the stem cells are released and cytokines come into play, number one. Because the first thing that happens when you break your leg, lots and lots of inflammation. If you have inflammation, you can't heal. Also understand inflammation is the cause of our aging. If we can get rid of inflammation, we wouldn't grow older, but we can't. So the inflammation is stopped. Then the body starts rebuilding. So some of the stem cells are turned into new bone, and that's how the bone gets repaired. Some of the stem cells are converted into new blood vessels, some into nerves. And if it goes through the skin, new skin. So in 90 days, you've grown back new bone, new blood vessels, new nerves and skin. But that's part of the miracle. The real miracle in my mind and my thinking is that when the body has put you back together perfectly, everything stops. The stem cells go back to sleep. They go into the dormant state, back into the blood vessels, back where they came from, waiting for their next injury. So when you get diseased or you have aging, the stem cells are being released and trying to fix it. But unfortunately, aging and disease entities are winning. So what we've learned to do is take out the stem cells, concentrate them, give them back to the patient, think of it as like a medication, and basically help them look younger, feel younger, grow more hair, get rid of wrinkles, And then if you have orthopedic problems, we can fix them instead of surgery, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But we're going to focus on beauty and anti-aging. So I'm going to to take you to your laboratory and your clinic because um, a lot of the viewers and listeners wouldn't know, but I used to be the distributor for your skincare brand maybe 12 years ago, and it was a really luxurious, innovative, breakthrough brand. And then I think about four years ago, I came to visit you in New York to visit your Park Avenue practice to see what you were doing in the field of stem cells. And it's always been in the back of my mind that this is this is the last frontier of true 
anti-aging medicine, of true regenerative medicine. And I know that the origins of stem cell therapy were for disease, um, such as, um, you know, uh, muscle um, and various other um, degenerative diseases. And then as you saw the success of stem cell therapy in those areas, uh, similar to injectables, it then made sense to try them in an aesthetic setting. So I want you to describe um, your laboratory setup and how you extract the stem cells from a patient's own body and how then this is uh, turned into a stem cell medicine that is injected back into their own body without any kind of interruption or uh, pollution or dilution rather. Right. Okay. So what happens is there are many kinds of stem cells. We focus on stem cells that come out of the capillaries in the fat. So you people hear adipose stem cell. There is no such animal as an adipose stem cell. They're really called stromal vascular fraction stem cells. So fat is highly vascular. So it's a good source for capillaries and blood vessels. So we extract a small amount of fat under local. We take it to the lab, as you call the laboratory. I love the differences. I like the way you say it better. And then we have technology that uses sound waves to break up the blood vessels and release the stem cells. Once the stem cell is released from its environment, meaning trapped in the blood vessel wall, it becomes activated. It starts secreting the cytokines. It starts doing what we call its magic. And then we can inject it. And the reason I found the beauty world was about 2006, I had a patient come to me and she had really bad arthritis. She couldn't get up, she couldn't do anything. And we treated her intravenously, meaning we put the stem cells into her bloodstream. She got a thousand times better. She's still better today. She's, she's not cured. We don't cure people, but the quality of life has been tremendous. And it was funny, she came back and she said, look, look, you put the IV into my hand and my right hand where you put the IV looks a lot younger than my left hand. And really did. And my face looks better and I feel younger and I feel better. So that's kind of like the beginning of understanding that there were some aesthetic or cosmetic uses to these stem cells. So then we took the stem cells and not only put them into the bloodstream, we started injecting it into the face where people had wrinkles, sagging skin, uh, scars, sun damage. And lo and behold, it got better. Not only did it get better, it continued to get better over time. And we have followed these people, I can send you pictures for like now a little bit over 10 years, and they still look good. But the other point is when we give it intravenously, they feel younger because of the anti-inflammatory. Then when we've realized- so it's not like skin, human growth hormones, is it? That, you know, you feel younger when you take human growth hormones. This is a different feeling younger. Cytokines and human growth hormones are night and day. Human growth hormones make you feel younger, make you skinnier but speed up your body's metabolism, what's going on. It's like, it's, like, it's like taking your car taking your car and running at 200 miles an hour forever. The engine's gonna die. So people that do human growth hormone look better, feel better, but die younger. People that do stem cell therapy inside the kids actually live longer because it's really repairing and it's really anti-inflammatory. So after we realized the skin was better, some patients started reporting because we were injecting it into the skin, into the area, they were seeing hair growth. 
So then we realized that stem cell therapy can really grow back hair. So we started doing hair and we started doing mostly men at the beginning and we had remarkable growth. You probably have heard about PRP, yes. platelet-rich plasma. It's very common, take out some blood, separate out the platelets, basically get the platelets to break open so they release the cytokines. It's the same cytokines that are released by the stem cell. So the PRP has advantages for beauty and for anti-aging and for hair loss. The difference is when you do the stem cell therapy, it's 10,000 times more cytokines than in the PRP. That's the biggest difference. It's not that it's a different chemical or a different agent. It's just the quantity. You couldn't take out enough blood to make enough cytokines as you can when you do stem cells. So we have grown back crazy, crazy amounts of hair. And men, and we have started that in 2011, and we still follow these men, and they and they retain their hair. The question is, how long will they retain the hair? And their comment is, the worst that'll happen, I'll lose it again, and you'll do it again because it's such a really easy procedure to do. It's just the biggest problem with the procedure because, as you said rightly, we run an FDA CGTP lab under all the special operating procedures of the FDA and sterility. It's expensive. PRP is fairly inexpensive, where stem cell therapy is expensive. That's the, that's the biggest problem. I know in Australia, they use a lot of stem cell therapy for blood diseases, cancer. Um, yeah. And exactly as you said, it needs to be a hos- in-hospital treatment in, in, in the main to be affordable. And even then, it's a really expensive procedure. In the US, and I know you work... Um, in uh, the Middle East as well, how how much has it progressed to what we might see in Australia? What, what is the future looking like that we can potentially look to in the coming years here in Australia? So we do it in New York City. We do it in Dubai. We're opening up in Miami soon. We're opening up in South America and we're looking at London and maybe Australia one day, if you guys ever unlock yourselves. <laughs> but but the, but the problem is it runs from anywhere from ten thousand to twenty five thousand dollars for the therapy, and one you know it's expensive. For one area, right? But well, it's one session, but the, the session covers everything. So when we inject your face, we inject your face, we inject your neck, we inject your chest, and we inject your hands. So it's the difference in ten thousand versus twenty five thousand U.S. dollars is whether we give it intravenously. If we give it intravenously, there's a whole nother protocol to make sure it's perfectly sterile. Now, understand you said something true. A lot of stem cell therapy is done in the hospital, and that's bone marrow transplant. So people say that's to me, that's how, right. how long has stem cell therapy been around? I say, how long have we been doing bone marrow transfer, transfers for leukemia? It's been 20, 30 years. So there are probably a million people or more who've gotten bone marrow transfer transplants over the years worldwide, and that is stem cell therapy. So this has been around for a really long, long time. It wasn't until like in the uh, early 2000s that we understood that you can use it more than just leukemia, that you can use it for orthopedics, you can use it for other diseases, and then understanding that we can use it for aesthetics, beauty, and hair loss. So so, So people say, is it safe? The answer is it's been around for 20, 30 years, and millions of people have got bone marrow trans- transplant, which is stem cell therapy. So the answer is yes. And remember, it's coming from you. When it comes from somebody else, 
there's a whole nother set of issues. So there is something called autologous, meaning I take you and I give you back you. And there is allergenic, where I mean I take it from somebody else and I purify and they give it back to you. The problem always is I don't really want somebody else's DNA or somebody else's something. I want my own. I know who I am. I know what is going on with me. And the other thing about these stem cells, people ask me, if I'm 80 years old or I'm, okay, I'll tell you, I'm 70, I'll be 70 in about four weeks. I can't believe it. So are my stem cells old? The answer is no. These stem cells are put into your blood vessel walls, into your bone marrow, your skin and your teeth when you're born. They are locked up. They are, think of them as sleeping or dormant. They don't become activated until either an injury or we remove them. So they're as young as the day you were born. So you, I've done people as in their 80s, their 90s. I did somebody who was 100 for other things, not beauty. But again, it's worked beautifully. Now, in diseases, we don't cure you. There are failures. In the beauty world, there's no failures. We may people always look younger, always feel younger, always grow hair. So it's a really interesting technology. The problem is because of the technology of the lab and all the regulatory issues and all the sterility issues, which is really important, it's very expensive. And then the problem we run into is there's guys or people doing it and cutting corners. There are people saying they have stem cells in their creams and their lotions, which is I was just, not just true. about to get to this. Okay. <sighs> Please. So- I'm going to get to that later, but I'm going to okay. stick on the procedure still because I, I have so many questions, so many questions. So let's talk about a beauty procedure that costs between ten and twenty-five thousand US dollars, which is fifteen to forty thousand Aussie, roughly. What is the difference between the result that I will get from that stem cell rejuvenation versus what I would get from filler or a muscle relaxant or a facelift, a surgical facelift? What are we comparing? Is it apples and oranges, apples and apples? What are, What's the kind of benchmark comparison that you can give us? Well, the, the big thing, it's, it's apples and oranges. First of all, when we inject you with stem cells in your face, we're doing your entire face. We don't just do a small area like you do with typical fillers, with typical neural, neural toxins. We do your neck, we do your chest, we do your hands. And because of the cytokines and the anti-inflammatory and because the stem cells can stimulate new tissue growth, it's not just filling, it's not just freezing. It's think about it as really rejuvenation and really making your skin younger. If you have scars on your face, like acne scars or surgical scars, they almost disappear. Sun damage gets tremendously better. Blood vessels get better. Skin gets tighter. You build new collagen. You and build how long does it take to see this kind of this trend? I'm, I've got that vision of that movie with Goldie Hawn and um, <laughs> Meryl Streep. I love that. Right. You know, I, I have that. I know, I know the life. movie well. You know, right? So that's what I've got in my head. So how long from when you get the elixir of life injected intravenously or injected into you before you start seeing the magic happen? So you start seeing, quote, magic almost immediately. But the the improvement continues and continues and continues. I'll have patients come back two, three years later telling me they're still seeing improvements. And remember, filler will last six to 12 months. They'll tell you two years. In two years, it never really happens. Neurotoxins last about four months. They'll tell you longer, not really. This lasts five to 10 years. And it really changed. It kind of, I hate to tell you, it kind of t- turns the clock back. 
But does it uh, tighten? Does it lift? Does it fill? Does it fade? What specifically? This is the part I, I don't understand. And I know I know you say it turns back the clock. So I'm guessing in my head all the youth markers are firmer skin, less pigmentation, yeah. less yeah. lines, less broken capillaries, uh, tightness, contours. Does it affect all of those youth markers? So the answer is yes. But the other thing we do do is when we do this, we do put fresh fat in the face at the same time because ah. people, people, and when you do fresh fat with the stem cells, the fresh fat lasts, it lasts 10 years because the aging face, in all honesty, if you look at it, you, you cut it up, like an art, look at an artist book. As you get older, you lose fat in your face. Your fat kind of like goes away in your face and it appears in your stomach. So that's why human growth hormone, when you get it, you get looking younger, you look skinnier, because when you're younger, you have a lot of human growth hormones. So your, your tummy stays skinnier and your face stays plump. Remember, what is youth? It's all about plumpness. Fat people don't look old. You know that. So when the plastic surgeons do these facelifts and they, you know, they're great, but they don't put back the volume. If you lose volume, your skin sags and everything goes south. Think about it as a grape versus a, you know, a raisin. When a grape is young, it's plump and raisin, you know, basically becomes wrinkled. If you put back water or put back volume into a raisin, you can make a grape out of it again. So same thing with the face. So when you put back volume, you make it look a lot younger without looking different. Because we have seen many, many celebrities get facelifts and you don't recognize them anymore. They're different people. So facelifts have their problem. Some of the surgeons have really learned today to put back volume in conjunction with the facelift and they get the best results. So when you're doing the stem cell therapy, so you're extracting the um, adipose fat, is that what it's called? Yeah, adipose okay. fat, yeah, fat, fat, fat's the, la fat's the layman term and adipose is the medical term, okay. but it's all fat. Okay, so we're taking the fat and then we're spinning it in your centrifuge and then re-injecting the stem cells into the skin. Where are you getting the fat for the volume? So Where? just one quick correction. We take out some fat, we put it through ultrasonic cavitation, which is high frequency sound waves that basically breaks up everything. Yes. Then we spin it. So we collect the cells, we throw away, quote, the fat, the lipids, but then we take out some fresh fat also. And we process that carefully because we have to put it through a small needle. And then, so we put in the fresh fat first, then we put the stem cells into the fresh fat so it lasts longer. Then we inject the stem cells into the skin, just like filler. So it takes three hours because there's a lot, of, lot to the process. It's not like come in, open the cabinet, open the box, inject it, put some mice on and leave. So the patient will basically, takes about three hours to do this. So it's 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 time consuming, but the results are, are, are remarkable. Can I ask you something? Can can you get lumpiness sure. from this fat? You know, can, is that where it can go wrong if the skill of the surgeon or the doctor doesn't have the artistry of putting the, the placement of the fat in the right place? Or can you get lumpiness like you can with filler if it's not injected correctly? There, so there is technology and there's real science to this. And, and then you're absolutely right. There is artistic skill, just like fillers, just like liposuction, just like anything in the world. The patient is your canvas 
and you're the sculptor, you're the artist, and there are good artists and there's bad artists. You listen, I can give anybody a paintbrush, paints, and a canvas, and some people can make, you know, Renoirs and Monets, and the same thing. You are the canvas. The patient is the piece of clay. The doctor is really the artist. What's happened in America, I don't know about Australia, we have everybody doing filler, everybody doing Botox. We have nurses, we have hairdressers, we have just people doing it, dentists. And you take a quick course, you take this. The problem is, I'll be honest, some of them are good artists and they do okay, but some are really bad artists. And the problem with bad work, it, it just resonates. People see bad work and it turns them off. Good work you don't see. You should so never really see good work. With stem cell therapy, what can go wrong? I mean, the biggest problem is that there are some people cutting corners. They're not really running labs and they're not worrying about sterility. So we've seen infections. We've seen people put in too much and they cause necrosis. We've seen, as you said, lumps and bumps. Uh, and we've seen people who were just basically say they're doing stem cell therapy. We don't know what they're really even doing. And they're just unfortunately lying. It's so easy to tell, you know, tell the patient, I'm doing stem cell therapy. And honestly, they don't really know if you're doing it or not doing it. They have no idea. And the good news in America, the FDA, as of May 31st, has cracked down heavily on all these people who are doing all these false things on stem cells. So now the new rage in America is exosomes. Come get your exosomes. And honestly, the FDA is going to go after that soon because that is even a bigger fantasy than stem cells. There really, it, there really isn't exosomes that are really good work or safe. You can buy them. You can buy them. No one knows where they come from. There's no safety. There's no anything. So that's the new buzzword here. I have exosomes and you see all these How advertisements. E-X-O-S-O-M-E-S. So. If you take a stem cell and you look under an electron microscope, you'll see little, little things coming off the stem cells containing cytokines. Those are exosomes. But people are saying they're able to get those, put them in bottles, and sell them to doctors. And now doctors here in America are starting to market exosome therapy. And it's like, the problem is that anybody can do anything in America today. Uh, you just need, you don't even need a doctor's degree anymore. We have nurses opening their own offices. We have estheticians doing this. We have, as you say, dentists. We have one guy in New York who runs around his Range Rover injecting people. Oh my God. He's just a guy. I mean, the problem <laughs> is, the problem is the regulatory people don't have enough regulatory people to go after all these people. And unfortunately, I don't I don't want to beat up poor Instagram, but Instagram has made stars out of people who should not be stars. And the photoshopping in Instagram is enormous. I look at these patients on Instagram and I write to the doctor, how did you get that result with that technology? Because I've used the same technology on hundreds of people. And we get good results, but nothing close to what you're showing on Instagram. It's unbelievable. And I've seen some of these doctors become Instagram stars when they don't deserve to be. And people, unfortunately, believe Instagram. We had one lady who went to this doctor and got problems. And I said, why'd you go to him? She said, he had the best Instagram you know, pictures I've ever seen. I said, you ever Google him? He's been has got 22 lawsuits. She said, no, I never Googled him. I love his pictures. So we fixed her. But that's the problem today. It's so easy 
to promote what you do and make yourself a celebrity or a star. And Photoshopping is incredible. We have seen some wild stuff. Can I ask you, with um, stem cell therapy, one of the things that I'm most asked about in DMs and in like private emails is around virility and uh, sexual performance and enhancement and comfort. And is stem cell therapy something you can use for that as well? Because it seems to be all about youth markers. So I guess um, those are things that are part of the upside of taking a human growth hormone or um, hormone replacement therapy. So does stem cells help with that? So the answer is yes, because when you have you have erectile dysfunctions or you know orgasms, it's decreased blood flow and it's inflammation. So the beauty of stem cells, because they're so anti-inflammatory and what we call angiogenesis, mean they increase blood flow. There's two ways of using them. You can you can inject them locally or you can give them intravenously, and you'll see a big big improvement. A lot of the men. Most of the men we do for other reasons, like orthopedic reasons, will tell you they get an erection like they're 16 years old again. And these are guys in their 50s. So, as you know, PRP is promoted in America for erectile dysfunction, for better sex. We have the O shot, the P shot. So, the answer is yes, it works to a degree. But remember, the amount of cytokines in PRP is, is vastly less than in stem cells. And remember, people will say, well, there's stem cells in PRP. There is maybe zero stem cells in PRP. If you're lucky, there's one. So there's no stem cells in PRP. Don't let people tell you this, 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 this kind of myth because in the blood, there's very little stem cells. And when we make PRP, we take out all the red blood cells and we just basically concentrate the platelets and break them up to release the cytokines. So PRP will help, but it really is not as good as just doing real stem cells, either injectable or intravenously. So it does, in a sense, that's part of youth. You'll also lose some weight. You'll get more energy if you do it intravenously. You'll feel younger, you'll live longer. And the stem cells have a unique quality when you inject them intravenously, they have a homing ability. Is it like go, NADS treatment? Because there's so much, you know, excitement around NADS intravenous infusions, because it kind of goes to the, you know, it has a homing uh, device, yeah, I guess. Same thing. Uh, yeah. It goes to the site of inflammation or injury. And we did a study in Europe where we had a gentleman who had a really bad hand called Duprin's contraction. And we gave them the stem cells intravenously, but we were able to tag them with a little radioactive dye that's FDA approved, put them under a gamma camera. And you sort of stem cells like, like really concentrate in his bad hand. And within a couple of weeks, his hand was much better. It wasn't perfect, but it was tremendously better. But we watched the stem cells go through the lungs, go through the body, and then seriously concentrate in the damaged hand. So stem cells and some of these things, it's like, you know, the, people say, how do you know, how do, what's homing? I say, you have a headache and you take an aspirin. What happens? The aspirin goes to your head and fixes your headache because it goes to where the site of injury. So medications, you can almost look as look at stem cells as a medication, but it's a natural medication with no side effects. If it comes from you, if it comes from somebody else, it's a whole nother story. We've seen problems. And then the other problem with stem cells, people grow them to multiply them. 
And we have seen some really bad disasters when you multiply stem cells. We've seen some tumors. We've seen some bad things. So I tell people the best thing is use your own stem cells. Use them naturally. Don't grow them. If you grow them, you can run risks of mutations and problems. But again, there's so much confusion out there what goes on. So there's autologous means it's you. Non-manipulated means they're not grown. They're safe. And they're easy, and that's the best thing to look for. But in creams and lotions, forget it. They don't do anything. You got me to where yeah, I yeah, wanted yeah, to take yeah. it. So the beautiful thing is that you have created creams and potions before. You have consulted to brands who've made creams and potions before. And we we know that you have had so much in-clinic practice. What is uh, the potency of two things? One, plant stem cells in creams and and what's the difference and secondly can you put active cor- correct levels of stem cell technology into a cream the problem with putting plant stem cells or human stem cells into a cream the stem cell is going to die it doesn't do anything now you can take the cytokines and put it into a cream the problem is cytokines are very unstable so when you when you if you look at the hospital world and you the people know I can get plasma in the hospital. So plasma is platelet rich is PRP. So we're working on a way of taking your own PRP, your own cytokines, putting it into cream. But we've learned is it's only good the the activities for four hours. So basically now we give people a cream with, with their PRP but we have to freeze it. They have to put it in the refrigerator. They have to freeze doses, take a dose out, thaw it out, and then use it. So you you can freeze the cytokines for years and years, but people don't like doing that. You know, women don't like that inconvenience. They have to put it in the refrigerator in doses and they have to take it out. They got to thaw it out before they can use it. So we haven't figured out how to stabilize plant stem cells, human stem cells, cytokines, and put it in cream and keep it active. It's purely right now, just a marketing word. And the FDA in, in the United States does, doesn't want anybody doing it. So, but the people do it and until they, until they get on the radar and they get in trouble with the FDA. But just so the consumer knows, there is no stem cell, there's no cytokine today that we can stabilize, keep them active in a cream or lotion. An injectable, yes. In a cream and lotion, no. So going back to the idea that when you do the stem cell replacement for aesthetic reasons, you would also do a fat transplant. Is it possible to not have the fat transplant and just have the stem cell therapy either intravenously or locally and get some kind of a positive result that would be longer lasting than fillers and, uh, you know, uh, muscle relaxants and lasers so the answer is yes. So some of the some of the patients, whether men or women, particularly men, love this. We don't do the fat transfer. We just do the stem cells into the into the existing fat so that helps it grow and into the skin where the skin scars get better, skin gets tighter, sun damage goes away, pigmentation gets better. You just look younger. And the advantage of doing this is you still look like you. And I don't know. And a man's facelift is is a problem because you move the beard. 
and then it kind of looks funny. Even in a female, when they start taking the skin over the ear, you know, the hairline goes up. And if you don't replace volume, you don't fix skin, what good's a facelift? And some of these, I tell you, some of these celebrities who've had facelifts, you don't recognize them anymore. I still want to be me. And can you do spot treatments like we were talking before? So, for example, instead of under eye filler, could you have under eye stem cell replacement? Instead of, you know, a neck or jaw tightening treatment, could you have stem cells instead of, say, threads or instead of laser? So the answer is you could. It's going to be wildly expensive. So once you make them, why not use them everywhere? Because you know you're going to age everywhere. I mean, that's people say, well, can I just get my eyes done or this done? But the answer is, what about the rest of your face? What about your neck, your chest, your hands? You made these and it's expensive to make them. So why not just use them? Because you know, you're. Re- think of it as preventative aging. You're going to age. I mean, listen, we're all going to get older. Inflammation is going to make a sag. It's going to make it's going to make spots. It's going to get rid of collagen. Think about inflammation as Pac-Man. They're running around eating up all the good things. So basically, I tell women, let's just inject you everywhere. We've made it. Let's use it because we know you're going to get older. Let's let's prevent the aging. It's like the house. When the house falls down, it's harder to fix. It's easier to prevent the house from falling down by maintenance. So this is kind of think of it as not only fixing, but think of it as maintenance. And it's and the injections are pretty easy. It's not a big deal. So um, just to wrap it up, if you are having a, and you you're considering an investment in stem cell therapy, would you use it in conjunction with filler? Could you use it in conjunction with filler and muscle relaxants, or would you just say, okay, I'm going down the path of uh, stem cell therapy? So the answer is you can use it with filler and neurotoxins. I'm trying to think, I've done probably I've done lots of faces and hands. I'm trying to think if any of these patients have got, come back or said, I want filler or neurotoxins. Occasional patient will say, I want a little Botox here, I want a little Botox there, but but not most most patients don't don't need it after they do the stem cell therapy. They don't, not that they don't want it, they just don't need it. And the other thing is we can freeze some stem cells. So they come back. Sometimes we do little touch-ups. So we can freeze them also. So the answer is I would say 95, 99% of patients don't, don't need it. But you can do it. It's no, no reason you can't do it. I can't see one reason why you can't mix the two. It's amazing. So. I'm so excited. Thank you so much for taking time to um, share this story with us. And I'm going to um, keep in contact with you because I'm sure that okay. there are other things that you are ahead of um, that I would like to, you know, uh, hear a little bit as a future forecaster in the um, ageless space for us. And I'm going to actually splice into this video for anyone who wants to watch um, this podcast. Uh, I'm going to have it on YouTube and Dr. Victor has shared some video content that I'm going to actually have edited in to this podcast, which you'll be able to watch on the YouTube version. So if you're listening to this podcast on a podcast channel, I invite you to come and watch this podcast on the YouTube version and we'll we'll make some behind the scenes exclusive content as well for social that I'll link to um, because there's just so much fascinating stuff in this space. And, Dr. and more to come and, and more, more to come, much more to come. We're only at the beginning. This is only, it's only like phase one. There's so much more to come.
Oh, I am so excited. I'm I'm really grateful for your time. And I love um I love speaking to you. I love learning from you. And um I'm thrilled to have you on the show. Thank you so much. I hope you get unlocked soon. You oh, can get out. I, don't know. I think it's looking more likely to Christmas, but we'll see. Really? Good yeah. Christmas? Yeah, yeah. Oh, seriously. Oh my yeah. god, I feel bad for you guys. It's seriously. Kind of crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy because we're we're at least out and about. We've been to Miami. We've been to Dubai. We've been to Texas. You know, travel is not easy, but it's you know it's better than it's good to get out and good yeah, to see people. Absolutely. Well, send my love to Anna, and I can't wait to welcome you back to Australia. In fact, I was at Circular Key today, and I swear to God, I thought of you because we had you in press meetings one after the other, and I think you got to see the Opera House from a distance. And the Harbour Bridge for about three seconds, and uh, the hardest working guest I've ever had on a media tour. But um, anyway, I'll bring you back. Okay, you have a deal. Um, you've got to come back to New York. Coming we'll soon. Give you stem as cell soon cell. as I can. We'll give you stem soon. cell breaks. Okay. Yeah. Have great a great day. You. Bye. You too. Bye. Ageless by Rescue is brought to you by Rescue Me Academy, Reignite Your Relationship course. Love your relationship but miss the early days? You're not alone. This course will teach you how to identify your issues, stop the fighting, find what you need to be happy, re-spark intimacy and keep the lines of communication open. Join us at rescuemeacademy.com.au to learn more about the program and to download your first free lesson. I hope you enjoyed this episode and if you did, please share and rate this episode. I'd love that.